0: Welcome to WrestleWolf, this is Reconsidering WCW Nitro, I'm Dr. Damien Gibson and joining me as always is the man who only deals in kayfabe, it's Matthew Kayfabe.
1: Does it, do you find it confronting that I record live from the Dungeon of Doom and just behind me sits the Master and like, you know, there's cobwebs everywhere? Uh, It's, I'm used to it now, but initially it was confronting. Okay, well I mean, look, you know, it's weird that you're used to it. It's weird that you've never mentioned it before, to be honest, but, you know. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is a little a little okay, well, strange. That a- giant <laughs> ice block
0: in the background has opened, like, it, there was someone or
1: something in there, and it's, since the last time we recorded, it's opened when up. When I sleep, I sleep hard, and I don't know what came out of it, to be honest. Um, all I know is that... Uh, that there's now a man who who hugs people from behind, um, and yes, oh, no, yeah, and he's he's in the world,
0: right? So that's good. Yeah. Uh, so you've unleashed Harvey Weinstein on <laughs> <in> the world. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> look,
1: if Harvey Weinstein deserves to be anywhere, it's the Dungeon of Doom. Yeah. Well, or jail. Well, I mean, look, jail's good. Um, Dungeon of Doom, also <laughs> shit, though. That's so, um,
0: yeah, true.
1: You know it's what true. sucks is that Hulk Hogan constantly walks around the background looking confused. Um, yeah. like That must be really distracting That would be annoying.
0: You. Yeah, he's just trying to watch Netflix and Hulk Hogan's back in there yeah. again. Can I ask you a question? Does Loch Ness turn into a Loch Ness monster or <laughs> is he just in human well, form?
1: Loch Ness was was mentioned uh, last night at Super Brawl. I don't know if you remember this, uh, but they mentioned that Kevin Sullivan had been to Scotland to find the Loch Ness monster and found him. And it turns out what he found was actually giant haystacks. Uh, Yeah,
0: I think think some Scottish villagers have, like, pulled a fast one on an American tourist. Yeah,
1: I mean, look. Giant Haystacks was born in Camberwell in England. But, uh, you know, that's as good as um, when it comes to...
0: Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is the Nessie. The Nessie. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take it back to America and put it in a wrestling promotion. To
1: definitely. see a man as obese as Giant Haystacks in the 90s is really a sight.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to him because he... Uh- appears on this episode of Nitro. Uh, This episode of Nitro aired on the 12th of February in 1996 from Tampa, Florida. They are doing a lot of recording in Florida at the moment. Is this because, like, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man live in Florida? So, this is the...
1: I've only just realised that I had been taking it for granted and uh, I had just, because of COVID, I... In the last month or whatever, I've been like, oh, yeah, well, you know, travel restrictions. So they're just recording in like a set location. Um, doesn't it at the moment in WCW, there there doesn't seem to be a dangerous amount of people. Uh, WCW were COVID safe in early 1996. Uh, <laughs> there was such so serious social distancing going on, <laughs> especially in this episode. Oh. Um,
0: we cut straight to the commentary desk, and uh, Pepe is dressed as Kanye West, which is forward-thinking. <laughs> uh, Mongo has come as Brad Pitt from Interview as a Vampire. Uh, Eric is dressed as Brad Cooper from Silver Linings uh, Playbook, <laughs> and uh, Bobby has come from as a judge from Antiques Roadshow. Look, I, I the Bobby line's not very good,
1: but. Um, <laughs> You know, Eric. Eric dressed as Brad Cooper from the Silver Lines Play. He was wearing a garbage bag. I right? like that you're going um, with Brad Cooper instead of Bradley Cooper. It's like you guys have a personal relationship. So you're like, well, you know, others call him Bradley, but he's a Brad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I met uh, I met Brad through uh, Bob. It's uh, Bob De Niro <laughs> um, when I was uh, kicked off the set of uh, Limitless. <laughs> For harassing
1: Bob. <laughs> that that was being shot on the private island um that you were sharing with Jeff at that. That's Jeffrey Epstein. Um <laughs> it, it wouldn't be an episode of WrestleWolf if I didn't uh, accuse you of a horrid crime. Uh oh man. But we're I, I feel um
0: are we stuck in the time loop with these episodes? It just feels like the same thing's happening. It's the same thing, but only worse. Yeah, well, uh, first off, we've got uh, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Hugh Morris. Uh, and really, the headline of this is that Macho Man is uh, dressed down, apparently. So, a pair of like bright lime and lemon <laughs> tights and a, uh, <laughs> a... What's it called? The hippie... Uh tie dye and a tie-dye bandana <laughs> um and a purple singlet with your own name on it is dressing down, which I suppose for wrestling it, probably particularly is. for Macho Man um, in particular. Yeah, yeah. Well but we've got serious yeah. Macho Man. That that's essentially what um we're being told here. Why
1: can't he be in his underpants and a tucked in Gold's gym t shirt? That's what I want to know. That's sensible. Who tucks in a Gold's gym t shirt to their underwear? Or any T-shirt, in fact. It's not the Golds Gym that's the offensive part of that.
0: It's got uh, it, it's got the real vibes of uh, uh, AFL football or Aussie Rules football legend Lee Matthews, who supposedly <laughs> pulls his whole pants down to go to a urinal. It's got, it's got it's got a uh, like you know Arrested Development. <laughs> Thing where it's, like, you know, his Rick's mum told him when he was four that he needs to tuck his shirt in at all times, and he still does that even when he's only wearing underwear.
1: Well, I guess, I guess the only thing more confronting than him tucking in his Gold's Gym t shirt into his underwear would be if he didn't tuck it in and it looked like he was just like he'd just had a one night stand with a guy and was walking around the house wearing his t shirt. Like...
0: Actually, I think I might have worked out the Gold's Gym connection, Mm. because Sting and Lex Luger owned a Gold's Gym.
1: Wow. So, Ric Flair's, like, doing a comradely thing.
0: Yeah, I think he might be- Getting paid. I think he's still- I think it's all still payola. There's no-
1: (laughs) No one in WCW Um, does anything without getting paid.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Twice, at least twice. You need to get paid at least twice to even show up. Uh, a man gets the win here. You would have been oh, happy yeah. to see Hugh Morris lose.
1: Nope, just not happy to see him. I, <laughs> I hate Rand- Randy Savage at this point. I hate Hugh Morris. I hate Hugh Morris. Humorous. Yeah.
0: No, it's <laughs> humorous. I hate it so much. I hate him. <laughs> but he's got. But he's got the comedy. Mask
1: on his tights. Get it? Oh, God. I can't say what I wish would befall him <laughs> in 1996. <laughs> um, oh, there's chat about the Baywatch episode that still hasn't aired yet. <laughs> well, it's, it was a good episode. I mean, we if you subscribe to our Patreon, where we also do a Baywatch podcast, and we're actually nearly up to that episode. So,
0: <laughs> I was actually going to suggest that we try and track down the episode. Not all episodes of Baywatch, but that episode of Baywatch, and try and watch it.
1: The uh, there's a line in a TISM song that's like, "I uh, uh, I may watch porno, but I think Baywatch is fucking sick, and that's how I feel about. Uh, that's how I feel about Baywatch." But, yes, we'll watch it. We'll we'll talk about it. Why the fuck not? We don't have anything else to do. Oh, they mean sick in, as in, uh, like,
0: twisted. Yes, yes. Not, like, fully sick. No, no, no. That would be... Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't sound like Tism. <laughs> <laughs> they were big Baywatch fans. Yeah, for our international listeners, uh, you want a really Australian experience, check out Tism. This is Serious, Mum, on... I think they're actually on... Streaming services now. They so are. Maybe. You will not get
1: any of the references, but they're fun. Yeah, they're an amazing band. Go, go for, go for maybe. Um, that that song is called. Uh, I might be a cunt, but I'm not a fucking cunt. Uh, yeah. Which gives you? Who says
0: idea? Australia doesn't contribute anything to the world of arts? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Idiots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking morons.
1: <laughs> you have Vince McMahon's favorite band ACDC. And we've got oh, Tism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, in excess. I think if I was to have my own entrance song for this podcast, it might be Tism. It might be He'll Never Be an Old Man River, which is a reference to River Phoenix's death for new Tism fans.
0: Yeah, it's uh, on the, you know, it's on the pulse. <laughs> References. WCW has its own car at Daytona.
1: Daytona. And they have a driver. And he's there. Yeah, who who we spoke to. God, he has so much personality.
0: Well, I mean, he's a real person, you know? <laughs> like, it's why are they bringing him out onto the... <laughs> you know, like, surely you just... Uh- I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. I do remember this, though. It was weird. When it came on the TV, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing. I think this is an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I don't think. WCW racing is like an actual thing that was that just existed for some reason. Like, I, I just think that they really fucked up by not having a wrestler driving. Like, you know, WWF at this point probably had Thurman, Sparky Plug, uh, Bob Holly playing a race car driver, like, surely you can find a fit race car driver that can, like, do what, you know, Hugh Morris can do or Loch Ness can do or a really fat race car. I don't know. Like, someone who can get in the ring and, like, you know, be at Daytona but also wrestle.
0: Oh, you're saying that they are like you turn them into a wrestler and then they also drive a Daytona. Yeah,
1: or you have a wrestler also drive a Daytona, like you just someone that's not doing anything. It's like Alex Wright yeah. or something.
0: They did say that Sting was going to be part of the pit <laughs> thing, So I don't know what's going on there. Does he know
1: anything about cars? What's Sting's his background? He's uh he's a former um a car electrician? What are they called? A mechanic.
0: Before I got into wrestling, I was—I only know so much about Sting because I listened to the AEW Unrestricted oh. uh, podcast that he was on yesterday. Um, and he was a bouncer slash bartender slash gym guy uh, before he got into wrestling. So every
1: other wrestler at this point.
0: He was trying to be an actor. He was saying that he lived out in LA. And he, which, I mean, you look at him, he's a handsome dude. Mm. He's, like, well-built and stuff. It makes sense that he was, and his thing was, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger had become a big star. He barely speak English, so why can't I be an actor? It's like, well, yeah, he, yeah
1: that's, I mean, he, yeah. To be fair, Sting was always really passionate about bouncing. So, like, you know, he always, like, <laughs> occasionally <laughs> he'd take breaks from WCW and go back to bouncing. Um, you know, for him it was a calling, um, not just a career. Like it, yeah.
0: He kind of, I mean, uh, one I want to see uh, Crow Sting in the pit crew of Daytona, mm. just standing there, not doing anything, <laughs> just watching the pit crew. They're all like, "Dude, help! You meant to be on the left <laughs> rear tire." Um, but he kind of is the bouncer of WCW. He, he kind of becomes the bouncer of
1: WCW. I just can't like. I think even funnier than Crow Sting is this current like Surface Sting standing there like a hundred percent he would be in his full wrestling garb with his face paint not wearing a shirt and just these other people actually doing a job and stings like need help lifting a tire brother friend (laughs) They're like yeah (laughs) brother dude sure (laughs) and then lex luger's there and like you know letting the air out of the tires or something of the opponents um yeah 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 but sting doesn't say it and he's he's on he's on the on the thing package he's he's on package
0: He's <laughs> on program package.
1: <laughs> Next up, we got Scotty Riggs
0: versus Loch Ness. Oof. They're saying he's seven hundred pounds, which is am I'm, I'm not miscalculating? That's like close to three hundred kilos.
1: Yeah, it, he looks big. Um,
0: he can't be three hundred kilos. I mean, it's like what's
1: be. eating Gilbert Grape
0: Mum level of?
1: Well, when he died, they just burnt the house down because <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> um. Yeah, when he's eventually beaten by
0: Hulk Hogan, they, they, <sighs> well, <laughs> they just burnt down the stadium he was wrestling in. I mean,
1: death is death is um, circling giant haystacks at this point. Mm. Um, we
0: got a Mongoism in this. Yeah, uh, if Ugly could kill Loch Ness, would be world champ. That's mean. They go they go really hard on Loch Ness. I mean, I know they all know each other and it's mm. kayfabe and blah, 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 blah. But Eric in particular is brutal towards Loch N- He has a go at his weight, his teeth, his face. They're, at one stage, his back is facing the camera and Mongo says that that's his best angle. <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> they're really going hard.
1: I mean, this is Giant Haystacks, who is a you know, wrestling, English uh, wrestling legend. Um, you know, I did a bit of reading about him. Before he was a wrestler, he was a, a nightclub bouncer. Um, oh, well, <laughs> that is the traditional pathway he was, into wrestling. Exactly. But, he, but, like, he was this sort of English legend. Um, right. And, you know, he was in the WWF and things like that. By this point, like he's going to be dead in two years. And uh, I think he's, I think uh, he's, he's going to be out of WCW real quick because I think he gets real sick. So it's a bit, bit of a sad story.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not surprising to hear that at all. No. (laughs) Um, But it is sad. I mean, there's a, there's a history of wrestlers who are sort of morbidly. Obese and just couldn't lose weight, yeah, which is yeah um, next up we've got Rick Flair taking a little cap nap on a gurney. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rick was very proud of this bit. Oh
1: God, he loved it, didn't he? Elizabeth is <laughs> terrible at promos. Elizabeth is not now and was never good. The art of professional wrestling.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. I think she was a good valet for Macho Man in the rock and roll wrestling days.
1: I don't know, man. Anyway, we can, we we can't debate the value of Miss Elizabeth, but this this is not very good.
0: Uh, but anyway, she's bad, and she's joined <clears> the <throat> Horsemen as well. So, um, starting to get quite the little stable of the original Horsewomen. Yeah, her woman. We'll have to see who the other two are. <laughs>
1: Hulk Hogan's wife.
0: Um, yeah, Hulk Hogan's wife and uh, Aunt Anderson's wife, maybe.
1: Well, given that at some point WCW is going to get to the point where the, the porn stars that Macho Man dates uh, become on-screen characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: Looking forward to Gorgeous George. Mm.
0: <laughs> the return. Mm. Uh, next up, we've got Conan versus Dangerous Devon Smith. Who is this?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, I've got to say, I've got to ask you: Did you notice how slow Conan is?
0: No, <laughs> I was watching it specifically to see what you were talking about. He moves. I, I, I don't so slowly. I don't know. I no, I didn't pick up on it. I will. I'll keep watching out for it. But <laughs> to be fair, he wasn't really doing a lot. In this match, even though it was a half-decent match, it, um, this Devon Smith character was... Hmm.
1: So, he's, De- he's Devon Storm a bit later, or Crowbar, um, and he sort of, like, bumps around. Um, he's in the last couple of years of WCW. He's a tag team champion with David Flair. Um, he was in TNA um, in the early 2000s. Um, he's still, according to a... According to Wikipedia, where I do most of my reading, uh, he's still active. However, the last time anyone heard from him was in 2004. He's a site coordinator at a health clinic, so it's better than being a bouncer. It's a, you know, for wrestling, that's a relatively happy ending. Yeah. Not
0: a bouncer either. Uh, we're at your main event, oh. ladies and gentlemen, Hulk Hogan versus Arn Anderson. Now, again, this is another one of those things where it's like, holy shit, Hulk Hogan versus Arn Anderson, this would be awesome. And there's about two minutes where it kind of lives up to that expectation. And then just Hulk is so unlikable at this stage. I mean, if the thought, I mean, if Eric hasn't 100% made up his mind about turning Hulk heel Uh, by now then i don't know what's going on because i mean it's weird right because he's doing all the all the stuff that you love to take the piss out of him about the back rakes and the eye rakes and all that kind of stuff he's doing all of that no one like the commentators actually called it out like bobby the brain calls it out Mm. and then eric and mongo are like why do you hate hulk so much and then he's like, oh, it's personal. There's personal reasons. I just don't like the man. Hmm. Well, he's a villain. Um, and I know they can't give up the kayfabe, but, like, really, he should be saying, look. <laughs> look, look right now. He's, like, poking the eye out of
1: us. <laughs> so he's got one eye in this match and his eye's, like, taped up in a comical manner. And that's fine right? Like it's, it's fine to have that as part of like the sell of a match. And like, you know, Arn Anderson's not going to de- beat Hulk Hogan unless Hulk Hogan is not fully powered. Right. What's not okay. Is that after the match, Hulk Hogan just takes off the eye patch and starts talking while well yelling. And there's no visible damage to the eye. Like what, Whose decision was was it to be like, hey, let's let everyone know that he was just doing this for a bit of a lark?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I hate think it, so it was much.
1: meant to make him look tough.
0: Just- I think the thing was like, oh, look, he doesn't even care. He's ripped off his eye patch. Hate it so um, much. I hate him. I actually liked the booking of this match mm. to a point. Right, so it, it like. Rick and Liz come down. They get involved. Uh, woman's down there as well. She throws, like, baby powder into Hulk's face, who, who is now blinded. Uh, then Liz gives Rick her boot, and we all know that that's a lethal weapon in WCW. Hmm. Um, Rick hits... Uh, oh, Arne. I can't remember if Rick or Arn hits Hulk with the boot, but it doesn't really matter. Anyway, it knocks him out, and then Arn gets the win. And this is what should have happened the night before at Super Brawl 6. And I was like, oh, okay, well, they've corrected their booking. They saw that the booking last night was stupid and they've corrected it. Now that Arn's got this win in dastardly means it actually gives Hulk a reason to be after the horseman and, and be pissed off and blah, 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 hmm. blah. Um, And so the horsemen are celebrating, but oh no, Poochie has to fucking do his Undertaker and come back (laughs) and then has to beat, just so everyone knows that he doesn't have a small penis, he beats up all of the, like, four horsemen. Um, And then Macho comes down and then we just get the same ending that I feel like we've been getting for the last eight weeks at least, maybe 12, (laughs) where Macho and Hulk just clear everyone out of the ring and I was like, fuck, what a terrible way to... Like, they've ruined... They had the perfect ending, and then they've ruined it. Now we've got Rick back on commentary, which I'm always happy about, because he has no idea what's going on. Nope. Uh, he, st- he, steals Eric's, um, he steals Eric's headphones and then basically busts them up. <clears throat> uh, Mongo does his sort of, like, old-fashioned, like, wave-away of people, where he does it almost sort of camp-wave. <laughs> like, oh, you guys... <laughs> Uh, Bobby sticks around because he knows that someone has to stay on commentary because these guys don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so they start talking about how, you know, Arn's like, oh, I could beat Hulk Hogan any time, blah, blah, And even that would have been a good way to end it. Mm. So, okay, you've almost pulled it out of the fire again. Oh, no, here comes Hulk and Macho. They got to run them off again. And then they just sort of scream... You know, Mean Gene comes down, and so this is definitely how we've ended every episode of Nitro for the last twelve weeks. It's Mean Gene interviewing these two fucking idiots <laughs> who are just like, you know, who are like, oh, yeah, fucking helter skelter, man. You know, and it's like, wh- wh- none of this means anything. You stuck the landing twice, and then fucking ruined it twice <laughs> because he had to get Hulk and Macho to have the last word, but. Are they doing this because they're un- worried about disappointing the live crowd and their crowds aren't great, so they're trying to cling on to them? Because
1: Lord, I did nice. notice
0: them when Macho and Hulk, like, run everyone out of the ring, th- I mean, there was pop, like, the crowd was popping. The crowd class. So I suppose I suppose they're going from that, right? But from a storyline point of view, it's just like, no, no, you had the ending. Ended there. <laughs> What are you doing? I don't
1: understand. <clears throat> it just, it was so bad. It, this episode was so bad.
0: Yeah, I just, I mean, in the sense of like, I mean, it was bad because real. I mean, what, what's the story development that's happened in this episode? Like what? Hulk and, Hulk's going to fight Arne Anderson and Rick's going to fight Macho Man next
1: week on Nitro. Also, there was no uh, Raw this week. So they're unopposed. By wrestling. Yeah. Um, so, this is, you know, a big opportunity that is missed.
0: I don't know what else to say. It was just a shitty ending that we've seen a lot. <laughs> well, what, what
1: would you say if I told you that next week on Live on Nitro, we're going to get to see Arn Anderson face Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair face Macho Man Randy Savage? Well, I mean, you know, like... <laughs> There's one part
0: of me that's like, well, that that's amazing. <laughs> that What a bill. You know what I mean? But because I've been watching every Nitro everywhere, <laughs> I'm like, well, no one will. I mean, I was amazed that Arn Anderson actually won. Yeah, it wasn't clean, but he won. We don't even usually get that. No. We don't even usually get halfway through
1: but also, a match. We're just getting the same matches again and again forever.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's. Yeah. It, it really does. It, <laughs> It really does feel like we're in a loop. Um, There's a podcast I used to listen to. I think they're still doing it, and it's really funny. It's a Kiwi podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time. And uh, every year they pick a terrible film and they watch it every week. It's two Kiwi comedians. And it's kind of – it's not necessarily about the – film. so the first film they did was – Oh, God, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the first one, but the second one they did was Sex in the City 2. Mm. And so they were watching Sex in the City 2 every week. And the podcast was more about their slow descent into madness than it was about Sex in the City. Yeah. And I feel like we're starting to get to that point yeah. with WCW. where <laughs> We're watching the same thing every week. We're trying to find justification for it. We can't. <sighs> We're getting more and more frustrated, and it's becoming on inc- weekly basis. increasingly about Billy Joel and other things. Yeah, we're just starting to talk about other shit, like yeah, <laughs> what what Eric Bischoff is wearing. Uh,
1: how fat is is Loch Ness? You know, it's. <laughs> I know because of the our listeners. I know that there is a three hundred kilo man. That is like, they can get fucked. Fuck them. He can be 300 kilos and he's my hero. Oh, well, if you know, if you are, that's fine. I just, I don't, I what I'm saying is I don't think he's that big. They're going to get fit enough to leave the house and they're going to slap you in the face, Dr. Damien. Oh, okay, good. Oh, I'll be happy for you if you do that. Not like super fit, uh, what but I'm just saying is fit enough someone, to leave.
0: If someone is 300 kilo, like, I think he's maybe 180. Look at you. You know, I think it's wrestling. Peeking I think through it's wrestling. His,
1: his, his, his bedroom, win- his kitchen window and laughing at him, being chased off by Johnny Depp.
0: No, mm. but I just like, you know, I- I've worked with people who are large <laughs> and they're about 150
1: kilos and they don't look that much smaller. Get Leonardo DiCaprio out of the bath, Damien, you monster. It's cold. He can't do it himself. On that note,
0: I reckon we can... Oh, I forgot to say, George Steinbrenner from Seinfeld was in the audience. Really? Didn't you hear Eric talk about... It? I mean, uh, um, that's a little joke from Seinfeld. Yes. But George Steinbrenner, owner of the Yankees, was in the audience for some reason.
1: Well, I don't know. No, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that. That was great. Good on him. I hope you enjoyed his uh, hour for his 47 minutes of professional wrestling. Going to one of these things, you get 45 minutes of <clears throat> pro wrestling and,
0: and it's just Macho Man and Hulk doing Benny Hill type <laughs> gear with the horseman. <laughs> Seems legit to me. All right, guys, we're going to leave it there. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you are liking what we were doing, um, rating and reviewing helps. Um uh, especially with Apple Podcasts, we've actually um, we're getting some feedback from Apple where we're actually seeing um, yeah. more people getting around the podcast. I use a really bogan terminology that I've never used before in my life.
1: We're now number three in sports uh, podcasts in the world, so that's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, it's uh, ninety odd spots around that spot, <laughs> um, and. <laughs> Uh, but no, people, you guys are really enjoying it and you're telling people and that's great. Um, if you want to help us out more, you can follow us on social media, you can spread the word, uh, you know, you can become one of our digital soldiers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're a QAnon podcast. Surprise. <laughs> Rate and review us, tell your friends, uh, subscribe. You'll get all of our podcasts uh the wcw stuff aw stuff which is now also impact if nwa ever come back we'll have an nwa podcast we've got an ecw podcast coming up uh there's some talk about me and matt actually doing a podcast about music because we end up talking about <laughs> music so much on the wrestling podcast so that might happen anyway it's free you hit subscribe and then you get like five podcasts a week it's as easy as that but anyway until next time pepe is dead my
1: friends Hold your loved ones close. You never know when it will be the last time. Positive note to go out on.